Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts with you here on the edge welcome to on the edge brains you're at your favorite spot i tell you that over and over and over again this is the place right here where the conversation is pointed mm, guests are sharp mm, and the response is what they're never dull today we're going to colorado we are going to be with stephanie stanfield stephanie is a medical intuitive um I'm wondering how that's going to work. And you see that in the background? She's going to tell us about that chair. She said, it's euphoric. You go into it and you come out totally a different person, totally changed. She works with individuals that um, are stressed and they have complications from that stress. That could be anxiety, that could be disease, or that could be disease. A a lot of things come from stress. Stress is, you know, the, the incubator for all of our trauma. She's a really fun loving woman with a holistic approach. We're gonna talk to her about that and some things that she's doing and some fun facts. So let's welcome her to the show. How are you doing, Stephanie? I am doing wonderfully, April. How are you doing? I can't complain about nothing. We were just talking in the green room. I'm about to go to LA and do some work. It's gonna be pouring down rain, but uh, I'm gonna go in there and uh, do it full throttle. So thank you so much for being here as a guest on the show. Tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. April, I so appreciate that you have invited me here to do this because when I started in this business 20 years ago, most people hadn't heard of mind body, much less holistic health, and they thought it was pretty woo-woo. And I did too, I have to confess. I worked at a hospital non-clinical and I thought all of this stuff is too woo-woo for me. Um, taught CPR for about 14 years to healthcare practitioners. And so I was very much uh, conventional medicine. Then I had my own issues that conventional medicine couldn't heal with drugs and other things. So I said, I, I, I don't want to live like this. Um, so I started doing some toe dipping <laughs> into the alternative care world and still found it a little woo-woo. So when I started my approach it had to be science-based so i actually have a phd in energy medicine and a doctorate of theology in spiritual counseling and my advisor was a man named dr norm sheely and he was a neurosurgeon worked on the brain in surgery but he also started the american holistic medical association so i found my muse for what I wanted to do. And I have this pretty practical approach that most people understand. And then I show them how it translates into alternative therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay. People are, okay, when, you, when they use the word hoo-hoo, I steer away with that because there is a mystic, there is a magic, there is a spirituality uh, when you're ascending. Okay, so 
brains however you want to look at it however you want to frame it that's up to you but i want to let you know that it is real that it is tangible that you can touch it you can use it you can feel it okay there are people that will shy away from it because of what they've been taught or mistaught they're afraid of it so again you said if i'm gonna do this this has got to be science-based scientists are very matter of fact so i appreciate the fact that you not only took your medical uh, experience, CPR experience working with the heart, which is working with the breath, translated that and got a PhD, super smart and heady, but then also said, you know what, I'm gonna make this my life's work. When you got into the space and you found out that it started working for you and you had this aha moment, what did you do? Did you <laughs> jump up and down? What'd you do? Yes, I did. And I jumped down, turn around, paper bale cotton type thing. That's right. That's right. Okay. I have to find out how that, that happened because I took a course in integrating mind, body, spirit, and my health issues miraculously healed. And that's what you talked about. It's miracles. It's it's the seen and the unseen. It's the known and the unknown. And I just thought I had, I was destined to a life of these issues and I was not because that's what conventional medical doctors told me. That's what they know. And I'm all for conventional medicine. If, if I break a leg, bam, I'm right there for them to put it together. Type thing. Exactly. exactly. There's a, there's a place for everything. Yes. But you have to be careful um, because if you are currently under a doctor's care, I always have to say this little disclaimer, stay under your regular regimen and treatment. These are options, these are choices, these are things that other people have used and they found miraculous. Um, so definitely consider it. Uh, again, like Stephanie said, I need to know that this is real, but we breathe every day. Do we see it? No. We're connecting via the internet. Do we see it? No. We love one another. Do we see it? No. So seeing is not always, you know, the de deciding factor there. You have to know, you have to test it. You're also a Toastmaster. Yes, ma'am. I'm a Toastmaster too. Is that the best training for being an orator and public speaking ever that's free, that is, you know, you're part of a club, a group what's been your experience with toastmasters i loved it i actually was a speech english major in college so i've not had the fear of public speaking that other people have had mm -hmm. but i did want to refine how i delivered my message because it is so important to deliver it so it can be heard i started toast working with toastmasters and I went through um, all of the levels that I could. I was a triple crown mm -hmm. and president for a while and vice president and went through the offices. I loved it. As you say, April, it's a phenomenal experience. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage anyone to go to a Toastmasters group and see what they're all about. They're, they're wonderful people. Even if you don't give uh, formal onstage presentations, you want to have a clear message. Again, when you're doing interviews, when you're uh, when you are doing an interview for a job, when you are teaching your children, 
just basic conversation. You want to remove those filler words. I still have to catch myself. Um, uh, you know, like, oh, when the kids say like, I go nuts. It's like, it's like, it's like, I wish they would just take that word out of the dictionary. <laughs> it's like what? It's like a hot mess because you can't get a sentence out without saying like. But it is also a great way to deliver messages when you are trying to educate people on a new form or modality. So I want you to use those skills and explain to us what is that phenomenal chair that you have in the background? Okay. Um, first of all, for, as a slight introduction, April, can you tell me what your perception of stress is or what you think of when you hear the word stress? Uh, I think of it having an inability to focus, an inability to calm down, a lack of sleep, um, anxiety, you feel pressured, or sometimes brain fog, you have digestive problems. I, girl, I'm telling you, I could run the gamut. <laughs> <laughs> but, and you may not experience all these things at the same time. No. Lots of hair, gain, gaining weight, uh, not being able to use the bathroom properly, overeating, undereating, drinking drugs. Let's go for it. <laughs> it. It's the underlying cause of so many of the ills in our society. Um, I study, there's one of those filler words. I caught myself. Mark Stephanie off. <laughs> and that's all right, because we're going to do it. We're human beings. We're having a conversation. But again, you know, and, and before you say that, I think about, you look at some of these politricians on te television, and I'm saying, how did you get a job in Congress? And you can't go through a whole speech without trying to figure out what you're saying. Yes. That's crazy. Stress um, is, a, is a, a term that was coined by a man named Dr. Hans Selye, S-E-Y-L-E. And he actually created the term stress, and that's an architectural term. Most architects and engineers will tell you stress is a part of their job description because if they build a building in a high wind area that cannot cope with the high winds, the building will fall down. So they allocate for stress, and he termed, coined that term because he said when a human beings reach a level of inability of function, they will crash and burn. All the symptoms you just described. And he went so far as to say, stress is the underlying cause of all disease, distress and illness. When I learned that, and it was just a simple explanation, the term is the adaptive demand placed on any organism. That's what stress is, the demand for change. The demand for change. So you talk about it's raining, that's a change in the weather. You have to act differently. It's sunshiny, that's a change in the weather. It's a demand for change. That's what stress is. And when you kind of break it down there, you can see then the symptoms I'm worried about, I'm afraid, my hair's falling out, I can't poop, all of those things are stress related to the demand for change. So one of the things I've learned is when people change their perception, they can change their perception of the level of stress they're under and therefore have a life that's easier, 
more joy-filled, more love-filled. Like you said, you can't see these elements, but they're all there. They're a part of human life as well. What this wonderful contraption, it's called a healing chamber, does is it's a harmonic ellipse and it takes all the elements that I learned can reduce stress and puts them in the healing chamber. So in the healing chamber, you have lights and they will create a certain vibration. You have a zero gravity chair, so you can lay back and have all the aches and pains kind of just disappear because you're reclining in a different way and your blood flows differently and your cells talk to each other differently. And then you have music and the music comes in through two speakers at either end and it circles around. This is um, a, a chamber, an egg-like chamber. So the music doesn't come directly here. It circles around and it's beautiful. And then you have a slight vibration because there's a subwoofer under the chair. And so you have this little tiny mini vibration. So your body says, this is a safe place. And the, you can use lights and music for different conditions of stress. Now, who is the inventor of this phenomenal chair and echo and, and chamber? Her name is Gail Lynn, and she lives in Westminster, Colorado. Really? And she worked with light therapy for a long time. She actually collaborated on most of the music, if not all, that is used in the chamber because she understands the different vibrations of things. Megahertz, right. And she has studied this for years and years and years and came up with this. Mine is version two. Mine's called an ellipse. The original is called a harmonic egg. Wow. And mine is a little bit different in that it has walnut lined interior. So I love the wood and it opens a little Colorado. bit different. Now you got me just wanting to come to Colorado just to get the experience. <laughs> I know, it's just, it's just lovely. If I can pull this door over just a little bit, we might be able to see that there is walnut all in the lighting here beautiful beautiful and then the door closes and you sit in there for about an hour and you have this beautiful session of, of pure healing time well i bet it costs a pretty penny the ellipse did the sessions well, don't <laughs> well you know what and you make it affordable for people to be able to have this experience because yes, you are a true healer you do have a true gift sometimes people put a price tag on it that it is not tangible this is something that you can try in addition to your regular therapy it is non-evasive unless you're worried about the music or uh, being elevated in a different type of way <laughs> but in addition after you come out of the chamber what else do you provide for your clients? Is there additional talk therapy, meditation, massage? What other modalities do you include in your treatments? If my clients would like to talk, we do talk. I offer also Reiki, emotional freedom technique, which is tapping. I offer um, belief change uh, systems. 
I do angel card readings. I just kind of have this whole gamut of, uh, I try to meet the client at the door with who they are today. And if there's something I can do to provide with them, work with them, help them, support them, and just love them. Many times people just want to be heard. Yep. Yep. Like when you call customer service. <laughs> I, had to, I had to read a representative her rights. I told her, baby, the first thing you don't do is over talk me. Okay. Let me tell you what is going on. I want to hear you reiterate that you heard, like we learned in Toastmasters, what I'm saying, acknowledge what I'm saying, and then come with me with options and a can-do attitude. That is what everybody wants in every situation. Don't come to me with what you can't do. That's obvious. Don't come to me with more stressors. That's obvious. Come to me with some relief, with some choices, with some options, some things that I can do. But when you come to me, I've got to be available to do the work. I've got to show up because you can go in this beautiful chamber. You can sit there for an hour every week. You can come out and do emotional freedom technique or have a Reiki session and go right back to that same old ugliness. You have to be able to ingrain these things in your body. And once you ingrain them in your body, you have to be introduced and be able to make this a part of your everyday mechanics. Am I correct, Stephanie? I'm in total alignment with everything you just said. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's my belief system, and I align with that. Yes. So I bet this is fun, too. I bet you are the favorite in town. Everybody wants to be friends with Stephanie. Ooh, let's go and let's hang out with her because, you know, she's sharp and she's heady. So are you finding a lot more people now gravitating to this type of uh to this type of treatment, this type of experience? Absolutely, April. And I don't have to spend a lot of time explaining it. I talk to them about their nervous system. I educate people about their nervous system. Stress runs more in the sympathetic nervous system. And we know this best as fight, flight, or freeze. And when you're running in that nervous system activity, those are the only choices that you have. And people get locked into the habit of being stressed. And on this other side is this beautiful, healing, restorative nervous system of rest, digest, and heal. And this is the parasympathetic nervous system where you have love, compassion, relationships that are in harmony with yourself and with others. And you can't be in the activity of both of these at the same time. So when you come into the ellipse, you get parasympathetic time so that your body can reset, renew, and restore new cellular activity. And my philosophy, April, we talked about this when you first contacted me. If it's not fun, I don't want to do it. Right. I just, I don't want to do it if it's not fun. It's, and, and it's a learning opportunity. Yes. It is a learning opportunity. Um, explore it. I know I did that, uh, what is that called? In an aqua chamber. You know, I did not like it at all. It was the salt water was slippery, it was slimy. I felt like I was going to drown. I could not relax at all. So a friend of mine says, try it again. 
try it again. I tried it three times. I still didn't like it. It wasn't for me. However, something like this, I think that I could go in, you know, 110% because I'm into light. I'm into sound. Um, I love the fact that it feels that I'm an out-of-body experience for me. You're dealing with the soul. You're not just dealing with this meat suit. You know, you can give me a good massage. That's fine. You know, you can have a great talk therapy session with me. That's okay. But to be able to separate my soul from my body and do some work and then come back and integrate the two of them, I think is powerful. So I commend you 110% for, you know, making the investment in the chamber. Cause like I said, I'm looking at it right now and I know it was a nice piece of change. <laughs> you do, you do, you, it feels like you just want to climb right in and sit I down. I'm right in and sit down. I want to, I told you I want to come to Colorado. I'm going to have to have a reason <laughs> to come to Colorado just to come visit you. So let's ask you some fun facts about you, Stephanie, when you are not doing the deep diving and really kind of helping people, you know, heal at a soul, at a soul level, what are you doing for fun and recreation? Because you said you like to have fun. What do you do? Well, I have one son and one grandson that live here in Colorado. And I spent a lot of time with my grandson and my son. And I love doing that. My other son lives in Vancouver, Washington. I love going to visit him and the grandkids and going to the beach. I love the beach. I also, um, I also make jewelry. I make healing jewelry. So here's a chakra pendant that I made. Yeah, that is really, wait a minute, hold on. Let me get a full picture of that. Uh, that is, let me see, uh, what are the, uh, the stones? Are they, they're precious stones? Yes, the stones are like garnet, yellow jade, orange jade, green jade, no, green adventuring, uh, blue lapis. Ooh. And then an opalite at the very top. And that's so, in silver. Yeah. Wow. So this is one of the things I do. I also do angel card readings. And I love the angels because there's 15 of them. There's actually more than that. But we're more familiar with the 15. And I make angel wing jewelry because every angel has a gemstone associated with them. So the healing angel is Raphael. Right. His color is green. His stone is malachite. Mm. So I have malachite here in my room. And if somebody wants to see what that, that healing energy is, I can hand them the malachite and they can hold on to it and then go into the ellipse and have their session. They don't take the crystals in with them. But we set intentions, I explain about energy, everything is energy, and energy equals matter times the speed of light squared. And so everything is energy, and energy follows intention. We talk about what they do want rather than what they don't want before they step in. And if they need a little reminder, I have a chakra balancing protocol. I have a heavy metal detox. I have PTS which is um, her version of PTSD. I have all these protocols that help people heal from these conditions. Well, you know, you got a smorgasbord of opportunities and beautiful things. Um, let's ask some more fun questions. If you were a car, 
what kind of car would you be, Stephanie? I would be a RAV4 hybrid car. Oh, look at that. Energy efficient, futuristic, a utility vehicle, small, compact. I got you. That seems like that seems like your kind of girl in Colorado. Where is it that you'd like to travel? If you could uh, let's do this. If you could time travel. Okay, cuz you got this chamber, you know, we could get in there and do some stuff. You can time You can. Travel. Where would you go? What what air would you like to land in? I have actually a beautiful dear friend in New Zealand and I have been to visit her a few times. That is one of my other favorite places here in the valley. At the end of our valley, we have a mountain called Mount Socrus, and that's kind of my homing beacon signal. Okay. When I know around Mount Socrus, I know I'm close to home. In New Zealand, it's a beach called Pihar Beach, and I just absolutely love it. When I go visit my son in Vancouver, it's Cannon Beach. So beaches, mountains, uh, those are my those are my joyful places. Your happy places. I get it. If you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? I'd be a refrigerator to keep things cool. I know. I like to be a refrigerator too because I just want to chill. <laughs> yeah, let's just chill. Let's just let's chill. chill. Or, your, whatever you like to eat and drink, so you can. Or when fill. things get too runny and liquidy, we can put it in the freezer and make it solid. I get it. I, I get it. it. I love it. If you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be? Iris. Mm, that's sweet. I love irises. I would be a tulip, wild and free and just going everywhere. I love I love tulips. They make me happy. Holland has some of the most beautiful tulip gardens you've ever seen. Wow. Well, I'm going to have to check that out. So in closing, I'd like to ask Stephanie Stanfield, what would you like your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered? I would like to be a, remembered as someone that people love being around because I am joyful. I love to laugh. I have kindergarten humor. And they generally just feel better after we've been together. I would love to be in that place with them. Well, we'd love to be in that place with you and in that chamber. <laughs> <laughs> You're just welcome. Come, come on, I enter here. So tell my brains how to get in contact with you. They want a session with you. They want a consultation with you. Um, I want them to be able to feel your energy on a much grander scale. I'm currently building my website right now. Um, my phone number is 970-379-4193. Right now, my email is drsteph5, D-R-S-T-E-P-H, and the number five, at gmail.com. Once I get my website up and running, which is going to be probably by the end of next week, it'll be www.harmonicellipseofthemountains.com. All right. We're going to put all of that information uh, at the back of the interview because I want people to reach out and touch you. Uh, I thank you so much for your commitment, for your dedication, for going back and getting your doctorate to help other people. It wasn't just for you. 
it was, you know, you've already using these modalities, you're already feeling better, but this is to extend the olive branch to others. Brains, you don't have to be stressed. You don't have to act ugly. You don't have to uh, sit there with a scowl on your face. There are options, there are alternatives, but you gotta be ready for it and you gotta be willing to do it. And that's what we need right now. The world is just a mess. And people go from a flicker to a flame. I mean, it doesn't take much. Look at how you process information. Give yourself a breath before reacting. Possibly take that other person into consideration when you're at the signal light and instead of blowing the horn as soon as the light turns green, Maybe their baby's binky fail, you know, whatever the situation may be. But again, take the time, as they say on Channel 10, to enjoy the view. <laughs> and April, that's one of the things I love to tell people to do is at a stoplight or when you're stopped in traffic, just belly breathe and hum and open up your chakras. Your chakras can be opened with the scales. So it's do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, do, ti, la, so, ba, mi, re, do, do, re. And that will change how you continue forward in health and wealth and wellness. You heard it. I couldn't say it any better. Go in, love, like, share, and subscribe to us here on The Edge. Listen to other edgy conversations. We're on all the favorite places, hot spots where you get your podcasts, or even on YouTube. So go in and check it out. Contact Stephanie. She'd love to hear from you. Tell her that you uh, heard this on the edge. Thank you so much, Stephanie. You are a true blessing to the world. Thank you, April. <laughs>